the Outdoor Jesus Podcast, Episode 2, The Game of Leaks, Halo Reach, Super Mario Brothers 25th Anniversary, and more with Elwin, Ed Deffer, and RTC. Hey, this is Aldoin with the Aldoin Using Podcast, and we have Dark PC and Abu Jaffer both here this time. And Hello. Yeah, that was Abu Jaffer. Isn't this the first time we get to listen to Abu Jaffer's voice in a podcast? Of course. Yeah, since we have that messed up one that we didn't do. Uh, we should post that sometime. Story of my voice. Yeah, um, we did record an intro before we posted the intro we posted on iTunes. Yes, we are on iTunes now. Awesome. Yes. Yay. That will be posted as a blooper episode sometime in the near future. Yeah. We just want to get this one out first because this one should be higher quality than that one because we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we don't want the blooper to be the same quality as the show. You do have a point. Anyways, the first thing we're talking about is that this past week was Super Mario's 25th anniversary. Technically in Japan, but that's the one that counts anyway. You do have one. Yeah. Oh wait, I wish I had. I wish I could cue a birthday tune or something. (laughs) Oh well. Well, there. If you do want to see a pretty cool video, just go to the 21st anniversary website. Links is going to be in the show notes. It will. And we even use the um, emblem thing that they were doing for it. As our Twitter avatars for a week or so. I still have it. I have to change it eventually. Yeah, you've had it as that, and then to get everyone else changed. Right. But yeah, Super Mario. Important game. 25th anniversary. Didn't Super Mario bring us out of the video game crash in 1983, which threatened to blow up the entire video game system? Yeah, somebody said that if it wasn't for Mario, we'd all be not playing games right about now. Nintendo saved the world. Saved the world of video games from the crash. Wait. Literally, they did. Yes, and who do we blame for the video game crash? Lots of people. Sega. Atari. Atari. Well, Atari yeah, was pretty cool. cool. Atari was pretty cool, man. Yeah, it, everyone it, liked it. It was Atari just pretty expensive. You do have a point. Hey, that sounds like the PlayStation. Although, um, Japan is having, uh, special. Oh, those Japanese. Anyway, it's like a $30 <laughs> for all the old. Uh, Mario games up until now. Except that for, sounds course, awesome. I know. I I except, of course, for New Super Mario Bros., Wii, New Super Mario DS, and Super Mario Galaxy games. Those are like 3D, so they're not there. But the old 2D games are all there for 30 bucks, and like in the special packaging, like a music CD. Like It's been remixed. a long time since I've played a 2D Mario game. I played it a couple days ago. Really? <laughs> no. But yeah, probably. <laughs> just just honest. to help celebrate the 25th anniversary. One second. Um, oh. Um, about 3,000 odd some yen if we have listeners in Japan. I don't think we do. We're on iTunes. Ex- you have to expect anything. Okay. Cool. They're like, who's this? Hey, if there's anyone in Japan, you should email You should email us at aldoinfusings.gmail.com. Or, Tell us how black and white is. <laughs> Again, all this will be in the show notes. So you should tell us like all these exclusive Japanese stuff, like how cool black and white is and 3DS and all that fun stuff. Is it like out in there already or something? 
Oh yeah, it sold 2.6 million in its first week, and that's like 2% of the Japanese population. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, it's 150 I million. Read some, I read something, like, earlier today that said that 1 in 18 people had a Facebook account in the entire world. 1 in 18. That is pretty big. Uh, how does this pertain to video games? It doesn't. It's interesting information. Oh, wait, I that... forgot. The, video, the Facebook game industry seems to be exploding. Yeah, no. I, I don't want to try that. I don't want to get addicted like everybody else. Because some people said they got, like, divorced and all that, and I don't want to have problems. Divorced by a Farmville. <laughs> that, that's yeah, just there, there's bad. some stories about people that were playing Farmville that are even worse than the WoW addicts. Oh, God. Like people dying from like overnight seizures or something. It's just not right. Oh my god! Going out and killing their parents because they took Wow away from them, or leaving their kid to die because they were playing Farmville. That that was actually a real news story. Yeah, I know. That's my point. We're not making this up, by the way. We're we're hard news enthusiasts. Yes, we probably all are. I spend like more time actually looking at video game news than I do video games. Anyway, next up. Civilization 5. 5. Best civilization Good. to date, as said by IGN. I'm, I'm quoting here. I'm not really... Good for them. It. One thing about civilization is that they're all quite a bit different, so some people like some of them more. So you might like the third more than, like, the fifth and the fourth, or you might like the fourth more than anything else, or you might like fifth more. So it's, Or you might even like the first one that... Alright, yeah, Aldo, one quick <laughs> You did make a note on Twitter that this could be the return of PC gaming after a big lull because of consoles. Yeah, we've got StarCraft 2 and Civ 5 coming out in the same, like, within a couple months of each other. That's that's unreal. Yeah, they, they, I personally Civ don't think PC gaming has ever been dead, but. Right, I, I never they, said they, dead. They I just yeah. said it's been in a lull. Yeah. Lots of yeah. people say that, though. But maybe, they, they maybe say PC gaming will go into the mainstream again, which would be nice. I just... Uh, maybe. Again, expect the unexpected. I mean, there is Steam, which is awesome. Yes. Steam is uh, pretty cheap compared to other games. Like, they have sales, like, every week. Steam is ridiculously cheap, like... I think they had Portal for free a few, like a month ago. Dang and it, Portal I wish not I, Dang, I wish I had old. my Steam account. Yeah, me too. Oh well, win some, lose some. Yeah. I think they have like Civilization, I think they have Civilization 5 for 20% off this week. Mm. I got the demo on Steam. Fine. Speaking of which, they made a lot of differences. It's pretty much all of them are in the preview I did on my blog, like, June, July, something like that. And, like, there's hex instead of squares, and there's city-states, and you can't stack, which is huge. Like, my one warrior roving around can kill all sorts of things now. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> it's like archers away. Yeah, and there's oh actual range combat, and cities don't need, pe- don't need troops in them, which is kind of cool. Like, you can shoot people, and you don't have anyone in your city. Huh. So. From, like, two squares away. So it's really Is that, like, it's not like miles or something, two miles away for a square, miles for every square, or what? I don't know. It depends. Hmm. 
Um, one thing that I that I didn't see in any of the previews I've seen is that I saw in the demo. It's a lot slower paced. I've got I got almost to um, AD. It was like 500 BC or something when demo kicked me off. I only had two cities. That's like 50 turns or more. So what wow, you're saying that... this? What? So what you're saying this could be a very 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 long game. Oh yeah, it could be very long. Medieval um, Duto War, which I haven't finished yet. I've played about 80 rounds, and I've taken over like three, three um, yeah, factions. Well, pretty much taken them over. One still has a city like on the other side of the world, and I'm sending over like three troops. And by the time they're there, they're probably all dead. But they're trying right now. They're trying. So, okay, the, so that game's a lot faster paced. 80 rounds and three factions compared to 50 rounds and two cities is like. Yeah. Well, Total Small War is difference. a RTS, not a turn-based, so that's a, that makes a huge difference. RTS are kind of slow sometimes, depending on which one you play. Right. Is Starcraft, is Starcraft faster than uh, Civ Five for the viewers? Well, it depends. They're just different. Um, a game will obviously be slow, be faster. Like half an hour would be like an average campaign mission, if maybe even a little long, depending on how you do it. And um. 10 to 20 minutes for a multiplayer match most of the time because those are those are really fast and Example, Civ 5 it takes hours to do one match but like a multiplayer game would almost have to be multiple sessions god damn for what game is it that that's long Civ 5 Civ 5 so it got like a 91 on Metacritic I was going to laugh if it passed Halo Reach because Reach is only like a 92 on Metacritic. Oh. For comparison, Super Mario Galaxy 2 got a 98, um, Mass Effect 2 got a 97, and Red Dead got a 95 or 94. So, But it all depends on what genre you're talking about. Like, Galaxy is perfect for its genre because there's nothing better, and it, right. does, every, it does everything right. Like, it doesn't do anything wrong, which is... What makes Super Mario it Galaxy 2 is like the perfect arcade platformer. Right, and um, Limbo is still very much up there. It's still 90. Yeah, Limbo like is the big thing for this year's um, summer right. arcade. Right. So that's a really awesome. It's what five dollars probably ten dollars. Five like ten that. something like that. Yeah, because it's on Xbox Live Arcade, and it's on. Um, Although so they say it is kind of short. Say it's, well, it, it is, it's a $10 game. It's going to be short. But they, I mean, it is an evolutionary game and pretty cool and stuff like that. Shows you how cool black and white can be sometimes. Uh, also, just to make... Come on, black and white. Just to make a note, a DLC pack for StarCraft 2 beats Halo Reach on Metacritic. What? <laughs> I'm not lying. StarCraft 2, Wings of Liberty, 93. Halo Reach, 92. Wings of Liberty isn't the DLC. It's the main game. Oh. Just so you know. Oh, well. It, it beat it? That's cool. Yes. Reach didn't get as high as I expected, actually, because everything I've read, it's it's awesome. It is the ultimate Halo, and it only gets a 92. What What's wrong with that? Yeah, it's uh, like uh, a WCF. I, I, it's sort of weird, because I think it's like what they think it should have been, because... They're saying the campaign is perfect, the campaign is great, and that the multiplayer is awesome. But I, the only problems I saw were 
uh, somewhere in the middle of the we campaign should, like, where you have huge battles with like giant ships flying around, the FPA, the frames per second sort of drops. And uh, yeah, they said there's it's only a lot, thir- it's a lot. They said there's only thirteen. They said there's only thirteen maps, which is also sort of bad. But all I of these it was, should... no, it was thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So these shouldn't detract from the main score, but for some reason they did. So I'm saying I'm thinking it's either there's a lot of small problems that they can't really just say, oh, there's there's a part in the game where we didn't like or something like that, or they just didn't they expected a lot higher and they didn't get what they were expecting. Well, it's just I'm thinking there may be a few people that like rated it lower than normal right. because they just don't like Halo as much as other people, so they're trying to counteract everyone else going, yes, this is awesome, you must buy this. Example, Game Revolution gave it a hundred. It's like, I'm just looking through the Metacritic stuff. More than what I'm seeing is all a hundred. And I don't see why even the Escapist gave it a hundred. Only three, there were no negative critics. Um, uh, wow, 76. Three of them are below a 70, I think is the limit. Yeah, the uh, onion, I mean, of course. Well, that's not actually the onion. It's the serious version of it. Well, you get the pool. AV club. It's a game I mean, shot. the game has it's... ostriches. That should just make it more than a 9.5. Just, just right there. <laughs> exactly. Ostriches equals more 9. It got a ton of hundreds, though. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's a lot of hundreds. <clears throat> Going GameSpot, with numbers. IGN, and Game Informer all gave it a 95. Right, IGN as well, Combo 95, um, Mondo, Game Trailers 93, um, Eurogamer 90. But, like, just, let's see. GameSpy, GamePro, Destructoid, they all gave it 100. So right. it's a, it's definitely a good game. Alright, wait. Okay, we should start moving on now to the next thing. Or, yeah, we'll talk about Reach some more later. We got kind of sidetracked. We have yeah. one other topic we need to talk about, we should talk about. PlayStation Move came out. Much yes. to everyone's surprise. And I have what I've been seeing is um, Sony's basically been going on an ad blitz. Could it be they're yeah. trying to counteract um, the Wii's success? Well, we knew that. Um, it looks a lot of the things they've um, like their um, launch titles. A term I've heard is um, Wii HD because the Wii is not HD, and it really would be awesome if it was. Like uh, sports. Champions is HD. It's basically Wii Sports and HD. But it's even got table tennis, I think. But for some so, reason, people say that the Wii Sports Resort has better graphics than... Well, not better graphics, better presentation. Because um, Wii Sports, definitely Sports Champions head, only has uh, 30 frames per second, and it also drops at times. And... Um, we sports the resort are does bland. have a really like it tries good to look, presentation. Well, it tries to look realistic, but it's really bland. While Wii Sports Resort doesn't even like doesn't try to make it realistic, it makes it look vibrant and stuff, and it runs at a constant 60 frames per second. So that's a Nintendo that, thing that they're really good at in everything they do. Right. Like you look at Super Mario Galaxy, that doesn't look bad. It's not HD, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. It uh, looks a couple, 
a couple hours ago, I went over to the uh, to Sears and looked at all the HGTVs, and there were commercials for Wii, uh, for Wii <laughs> game. And I was looking, I was saying maybe they took it and made it HD in like some engine, and then put it up there because it was pretty good looking. I couldn't see any like little pixels or anything like that. It was just, it was NBA Jam, by the way. So it was okay. a pretty good looking game. Yep. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Um, they released iPad, which people, with, which they say if you're gonna get, get another from, iPad. Yeah, they say if it's if it's for a little kid, it's gonna be really good. You, they won't notice all the problems. But if yeah. you're buying it, then I don't know. Just look at it first. Okay, if you like it, then buy it. Because it's right. got problems. Don't know. I'm pretty sure that the um, current Move technology, the camera. It's based off of the the um, I PlayStation I or whatever it's called that they released for the PS2 like a really long time ago. That the iToy. Amount of yeah, the iToy, that's it. Um, Which has been renamed to the PlayStation I. That makes a lot of sense. But they have the controller, which is which makes all the difference because it is more accurate than the Wii controller. It is. One problem I've, I've seen, that might actually be a bad thing sometimes. Because sometimes you don't want to do the super hyper-realistic movements. Like, you don't want to actually hit something. You want to just pretend like you're hitting something. Or wave as <laughs> a waggle the remote. Yeah, wiggle her. We waggle. Alright, also, on the same note, I'm looking here. Um, a PC open source project is, poss- is has started possibly bringing motion control to PC games. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, um, I hope they use Connect technology. That would actually work, like using a camera just to move around in your computer, holding Windows, moving them around, closing, opening links. That would be pretty awesome. Right. Um, looking at the scores, um, Game Informer give it a ten, IGN eight and a half, PC Mag four out of five. So, kind of meh out of everyone. Yeah. One thing, there aren't that many launch titles, especially like the hardcore launch titles. Most of them Those are, are coming like the next. Kind of to start up with the Wii. Those are coming next year. Um, Mag is yeah, going to get like, Mag, Mag is going to get move support. Killzone move support. SoCom yeah, four. SoCom. Right. Yeah. Um, um, Gran Turismo Five for you racing fans out there. Which is that, which looks to be really good game. I have to admit, it looks epic. Gran Turismo Five is supposed to be pretty much the ultimate. Realistic racing game. Right. It looks so cool. Um, it looks so cool. I'm looking at my my monitor and it's not even HD, and I'm like, wow, my jaw is on the floor. But and it's not even HD, so I can't there, imagine. A lot of the times they'd have pictures of like a normal car compared to a um, Gran Turismo Five car, and they literally guessed wrong which one was the real one. That's <laughs> phenomenal. That's awesome. Um, it says here, I'm looking at the list. Mag should be working with Wii. Well, wait, that, with, with Move, sorry. Move. With yeah, PlayStation um, Move, not on Heavy Wii. Rain as well. Yeah, um, Heavy Rain. Are you going, five, Toy Story 3. What I've heard about the Heavy Rain version is that if you haven't gotten it and, you're think, and you've been thinking about getting it, and you're getting PlayStation Move anyway, you should get that version. Because it does add to it, but not enough to buy it again. Right, just wait for for a patch, because all these yeah, are yeah, going to get patched. Be, uh... Yeah, they're going to patch it to where Move does it. Yeah. 
Now, I, I've found something that, like, the marketing department at Sony, I have no idea why they did this, but if you buy the move with the eye and sports champion and that little nunchuck thing, whatever they call it, that looks like a Wii nunchuck, but... Yeah, they call it the alternate controller or something stupid. Anyway, uh, if you buy that, I think it's 100 bucks. but if you buy them without the eye, like, say you've gotten the eye from PS2 days, it's mm-hmm. 100 and Twenty or hundred thirty bucks, so it's more expensive to buy it without the eye than to buy it with it. That doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. I don't also. remember. I don't remember like the. Loyal, uh, if you've been a loyal Sony Sony fan, just buy it and sell the the eye online to some other guy who's going to do the same exact thing as you did, and some guy in the end is going to have to buy both. So <laughs> eventually, it, it's. Um. Yeah. So. Anything else we should talk about PlayStation Move wise? No, it does does lag a bit because uh, oh. it depends on the software. But Sports Champions lags about like a tenth of a second or something like that. But it's That's a bit noticeable. And then you so have like other third party games like iPad lag uh, the same amount. But uh, other games can't, can't think of any on top of my head. But they lag. Some of them lag like a whole second afterwards, which is really bad. Like you, that, that's, that's really bad. That's horrible. Um, pretty so, much what I've heard is that it depends on how it's programmed because some of them were a little bit rushed and they weren't quite perfect. So later games will probably have it better, so where it's not noticeable, like the Wii. Anyways, the Wii so doesn't have it. Out and no one cares because no one bought it because. Um, Nothing good came out yet. Yeah, the problem. I'm 100% sure they're going to do something like We Play, where they're going to bundle like, except of course like Killzone. They're going to bundle like Killzone with a move controller for like 100 bucks or something like that. Yeah, they'll probably do that too. That that would be a good idea, unless I'm yeah. smarter than Sony's marketing service, which would be kind of cool, but still kind of. Well, weird. they have they have Kevin Butler, which is awesome. I know he's like the epitome of. Awesome video game actors. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on and talk about Reach more because it's awesome. Yes. By the way, that no pun intended right there. We have our own yes. internal chat going on as we record this. Um, one thing I wanted to note earlier today, I was playing Xbox, playing Modern Warfare 2. I'm trying to get first prestige. I saw that. Yes, okay. I. Okay. For any haters out there, the reason why I don't have any prestige yet because I don't even own the game, and for even more haters, well, I don't have the money, so shut up. I haven't even I don't I haven't even played it that much, so that's just sad. Yes. All right. Second thing. Um, one time I had 15 friends online, every single one playing Halo Reach in some form or another. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Exactly. It was kind of funny because, like, Wednesday, the day after it came out, I had four people playing four different FPSs that weren't Reach, and I was just laughing. It was like someone playing Bad Company 2, and and um, someone playing Halo 3, and Modern Warfare 2, and World at War, I think, were all the games they were playing. I bet you and I would probably wouldn't want to play Modern Warfare 2. I bet yeah, I think you were playing Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Here are some Halo Reach stats for over the weekend. Uh, 70 million games played. 235 million player games haven't played. Wasn't there like a thousand years worth of game of playing? 5,901 years spent in Reach games. Two million you know files uploaded. 
20 million daily challenges completed, which are like, uh, you do yeah, even get extra credits. Yeah, yeah. 165 billion credits earned, 709,840 weekly challenges completed. The sad part? There were more people playing Modern Warfare 2 this week. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I, I think that I think that was a problem. I, I mean, it's impossible for people to have played 5,901 years of Modern Warfare. That that's just not surprised. right. The install base is huge, and it's still the big. We'll see I next just week. Think it's because more people have it, more people will be playing it, more people will be playing it with friends. Just think next if every one of those people, every one of those people, just went out and like planted a tree or something, like. 5,000 trees all at once. I don't know, like one every hour. One every year, I mean. Yeah. Also, or, just to make oh, a note okay. of this, um, looking here on some more info, Halo Reach made $200 million on launch, which would mean, which is a new record for That's the franchise. That's like, uh, 300,000? Something like that. Copies. There should be more than that. Well, it came out, I think, on a Monday. Million? It came out on Monday night, so I don't think it... They counted it sort of part of... Uh, well, they always on Monday night. Well, what I think they counted is all the pre-orders. That's it. Because um, oh, yeah. it was a weekend sales, and weekend it sort of counts at 12 o'clock midnight, which is when all the pre-orders sort of came out. Yeah. So that's pretty much the amount of pre-orders. Well, I'm definitely going to see... I'm definitely going to see this week how many get sold because that that will be very interesting. In comparison, anyways, in comparison, Black and White sold 2.6 million copies in Japan its first weekend. So, if some of you can try to figure that out, it's Black about, and White is ten. It's Pokemon about eighty million dollars, like seventy-five million dollars. Worth of wow, DS that's teams a, that's, a, that's a lot. It's still a yeah, lot. Considering Japan is only 150 million people, that's like 1.5 percent or 2 percent of. It's kind of funny because Japan, because we only have there's only like 350 people in the U.S. You know that million. Remember million. Yes, million. I thought I said million. Anyways, okay. let's talk about the actual game. Let's talk about Reach. Okay, big game. One great campaign. Obviously, yeah, it's uh, follow, it's Halo Reach. It's talking about Reach, so um, we know what happens. Reach. So, if you, yeah, yep. I don't want to spoil anything, but if you know, oh, thanks, Brendan. Just that's ruined the it. point. You know, you're you know you're losing. Okay. If you, anyway, if you don't know lose. that you're going to lose, then you aren't buying the game. Seriously. Anyway, they lose in the end, but they try to make it as dramatic as possible, so you actually feel for the characters, you you feel bad for them when they all die, and there's um, some Master Chief parts. Yeah, there's there. a cameo at the end when he gets sent off on the, um, shoot, what's the name of the ship? Someone tell me. I don't remember. I haven't played Halo 1 in a long time. Anyways, so, um, a big emphasis is on the squad, because you'll always, always have another Spartan with you. Always. Yes. If always. you've seen the um if you've seen any gameplay trailers or anything, you see that the guy's like running out there and he's like tens of covenant right against in front of him and 
he's like overpowered, and then suddenly you see the guy. I don't think he can die. It, it seems like they can't die. I don't think yeah. I've seen one die. They just like go in there and yeah, they but might not there, kill there are ways to make them so that they help you out. Like um, there's a part where uh, you're in a dark court, like dark little small place with forklift, which is kind of cool. You can ride forklifts. Anyway, I saw someone try that and they got completely. You have this this giant dude with a gatling gun. He's just standing there, and uh, the way they make it so that it doesn't just ki- you can't just like stand behind him is that two to multiple doors open around you, and if you just stand there, they'll all come in there and they're like elites. Obviously, the yellow elites with their little. There's a lot more elites this time around, and they're even. And harder so than if you, if you just stand there, he's going to be shooting one some guys, and the guys just going to come behind you and stab you, so you're just going to die. Which the demo <laughs> dude, the demo dude from GameSpot tried to do and sort of failed epically. But so they they it's balanced, so you can't just just rely on this dude with the Gatling gun to mow down all the forces. You just you actually have to go and do something. Obviously, most of the work, but they. That they was always so out. fun in Halo Three. Ripping up the turret and shooting everyone in a little bitty bits. It is. And it's, it's I, always doesn't fun. The, um, doesn't the warthog turret overheat now? Which kind of sucks. Well, if you remember from the last game, if a guy runs at you with the warthog, warthog, you're practically dead. That's it. Although yeah, you get now with armor abilities, you can just fly over it and just shoot the guy in the shot. Yeah, I've seen people like hit armor lock just before a wraith hits them, and the wraith goes flying off and blows up. It's awesome. Oh, and some the armor some abilities people, look really cool. Jetpack. Some people have been able to jack a, b- a banshee with a with a, what do you call it again? Jetpack. They'd fly over <laughs> it, time their button press like seconds before it hits them, and somehow yeah. like lag doesn't do anything. Which it's obviously a testament to how good Bungie is that they made lag not that much of a problem. So it's pretty much only your internet connection because usually. What happens is the internet plus the game processing what's happening. So, but yeah. Bungie's, they've had years, decades of, decade of work on this franchise. Xbox they've Live helps skills. too, because it is really good. Huh. I, I heard someone that did that in Halo 3. They fell off a cliff and a banshee flew under them and they landed on it and jacked the pilot. Jacked and the banshee. That's not such a big thing anymore, because, you know. Just jetpacks. Yeah, jet like you fall and go, like, whoops, I missed it, and just like hold on jetpack till it comes by and then jack it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yeah. a guy fall from like a, there's a, the largest vertical level Bungie has ever made is like huge. So he fell from the very top, this guy is like running on the bottom, like sprinting, which is a new ability, you can sprint. Anyway, and he fell on him, and the guy that was falling didn't die, but the guy who fell on died. So that was just, that, that was a little moment <laughs> right there. Yeah, they brought back fall there, um, fall damage because if you're like way up in the air and your jetpack cuts out you fall and you die it's basically like modern warfare 2 you jump from the cliff on afghan and if you don't have commando pro i keep doing that in assassin's creed like you jump and you oh frick i missed Ah, you have died desynchronization dang it at least you can swim well, that is a good point. On the same note, um, oh wait, that's scratch that. Not the same. <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about multiplayer now. Multiplayer. Um, I'm well, looking... the biggest addition is obviously armor abilities, right there. I'll leave Dark PC to tell you about that. 
Right. Armor ability is basically like you get like certain special things. You can have like an armor lock example. Armor locks like um basically just shut down, don't move, but you are basically invincible. You And there's an EMP blast when you get back up to take out any vehicles near you. Right. That it looks really cool because you hit the ground with your fist. And then you're just completely still and invulnerable, and it's awesome. And the armor abilities take the place of equipment from the previous game. And I think there's a bubble shield one, too. Bubble shield? Yeah, um, there's there's some kind of shield. I think it's a, like a bubble shield. Because the bubble shield was one of the more useful ones from Halo 3. Right. Then there's a decoy one that has you throw a decoy that runs straight until you either tell him to stop or he bumps into something. Which is, I, I, well, he flickers a bit, so it's obviously he's a hologram. But you can see people, like, what the way they use it is, this place is like camp, they're trying to get the flag. They just run him in and they run right after him so they don't know which one to shoot. Right, and that's so, uh, <laughs> dummies. And this, yeah, and you can, if you run straight, yeah. if you just run... They're not really meant to... If you just run straight out, they don't know. Like, if if you move around, it's obviously you're not a decoy. But if you run straight out, sometimes it'll work that they don't know if it's you. And I've seen some people, what they do is they camp in a room, and they, they, they some guy's behind them, and they know he's there, but the guy behind them doesn't know that they know. So what they do is they <laughs> run in the room and stand behind the door and make a decoy go in front. The guy goes behind him, he's like, ha-ha, and he tries to, like, assassinate him, which is a new ability to assassinate. You hold the yeah, belly the, button, it, and he just stabs him or something. So and then the guy's like, oh, it's too bad, and then he attacks him. Right, also, um, another one, active camo and sprints. Um, Akimbo weapons have been taken out. You can no longer dual wield. Yeah, but they rebalanced it to where that you don't need to do a wield, so... Right. Like a, like... It was always really annoying in Halo 3, because you couldn't melee or use grenades when you were dual wielding. I mean, seriously, why can't you hit melee? someone with a gun while you're holding a gun in your other hand? Example, I don't know. Um, that was, that you can was still cool. knife someone in Modern Warfare 2 when you have an Akimbo, uh, Desert Eagles. I don't know, that seems kind of harder than just hitting him with a pistol. You throw it on the ground, yeah, take out yeah, your knife, you stab him. Knife, you've got two guns in your hand. Right, but like, still, it's it's just, I'm just doing the an example. Yeah. Uh, another armor ability is invincibility, like armor whenever lock. you want. Yeah, yeah I, I think the armor lock was the only invincibility one. No, inv- um, oh, sorry, invisibility. Invisibility, okay. Yeah. That would be the That's active camo. Active camo. Uh-huh. Uh, there was Evade, which is elites only. You can play as an elite in multiplayer, and they're yes. huge, they're cool. killer, and they're awesome. And they use Evade, which is that really, you know, in Halo 1, where they had that grenade, when you throw a grenade at an elite and it rolls out of the way, it's that move. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, also, like people have always asked for evade in games like uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Black Ops will have evade, and so the way Halo countered that is by giving it as an ability, which is sort of balances out more. Plus the amount not of everyone. Exactly. Also, and um, there's customization, like all sorts of customization, and it carries over to the campaign, which is I've never seen that before. Did you guys know that? Right. Yeah. Um, the Forge, which first appeared in Halo 3, that has been much, much improved. Upgrade. It's Forge World now, and, and there's so many new abilities, new things you can do, it's not, it's crazy. Four, I think four, um, I think 
there was four that were new, that were made with Forge World. Right. Also, um, what else? I'm looking through here. New game modes, in which are um, Headhunter. When you kill a guy, their skull rolls out. You collect them, drop them somewhere, you win, get points. Um, also, stockpiles, teams race to collect flags, holding them a cash point for every minute that you get them. You get some points. Generator defense, you get... It's three Spartans versus three Elites. You... Elites will get... Elites get... The Elites have to destroy the generators. These Spartans will have to defend them. And another one, I'm trying to look... Invasion, which is a six-on-six, three-squad team. Three squads of 2v2. That's... All. The invasion, it's it's also like um, Spartans versus Elites, and it keeps upgrading. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the farther in you go, like, the more vehicles and weapons and stuff you get. Right. And there's three different stages. Uh, the big, I think now uh, the biggest map is uh, um, Blood Gulch, right? Oh, yeah, they made, they made, that was, that was it. They Blood went Gulch. from the old Blood Gulch to the new one, and the new one is huge compared to the old one. It's, like, like it's the, like mountains. You've got, like, hundred miles, square miles to run in. And, it, like, the first Halo, uh, Blood Gulch, I believe, was the biggest map. And so... It wasn't that big. It was the, the most intricate. It had, like, caves and stuff, and it's been totally redone. It looks just Side looks epic. Also, um, I will want to pose this question to our listener, then to both of you as well. Should Microsoft let Halo die? Because like, should it just let it stop and end right now, or should it let 343 in- interact with whatever it's called? Honestly? Continue Honestly? In- industries. Honestly? Uh-huh. People need to stop milking these franchises. Right, because... This should be the end. This is Bungie's last outing, right, and Bungie's the Halo. My personal view, basically, is kill Halo right now while it's at its highest point, or near its highest point. And if 343 is basically just going to murder Halo, and Halo will have a tarnished record. I, I if do they're, think they if can, they're really like, careful with the quality control, they could be able to do it. Right. Well, I don't think three four industry three four three industries is bad or anything, but I'm just saying uh, Bungie has had Not all Bungie. this experience; they can't even begin to compete with Bungie's in- intense. Like Bungie, there's made nothing an like Halo, and Bungie made a Bungie. new engine for every game except for ODST. So because I don't think three four three has that engine. sort of yeah. Because it was like an expansion pack, except... No, it's a full game. Except it's really short. But you still have to pay full price. <laughs> exactly. But it, was a, but it was a Firefly reunion. Which is awesome. Right. So... We'll have a poll on, in the show notes and on the blog as well. We... We should... Oh... Posing the question, should we let the Halo series end here? Or do we let... 343 Industries continue on. Okay. Anyways, that's about all we need. We have to talk about today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Hold it. Don't we have to say our names before we get out of here? Okay. Anyways, I'm all done. Signing off. Abu. Per. <laughs>
in our dark PC. We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds good. All right, see you in so two weeks. So, see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. For more video game talk, visit the website at aldwinsmusings.tk and follow the blog on Twitter at aldwinsmusings and follow the bloggers at aldwin, at abujaffer, and at darpc. See you in two weeks.